Hello, and welcome back to the Dinner Table Podcast, where we bring conversations to the dinner table that your family wouldn't for the last time ever. It's Griffin Wiles. And today I'm joined with my extra special, extra iconic, extra legendary special guest, Samaya Overall, Editor-in-Chief of the State News. Thank you, thank you. Hi, I'm happy to be here. I'm so happy to have you (laughs) on my last episode ever. Insanity. And it is especially surreal because we started together. We did. Way back when, three years ago. (laughs) So today, I just kind of want to reminisce, talk about the State News, talk about how it's changed how we've changed and uh, how Samaya got to be editor-in-chief yeah so it's been a long three years so what were you hired in as way fall 2019 fall 2019 I was hired as a staff reporter um I mostly did city and campus work but I had a brief stint on multimedia that I actually do say is important because therefore I'm a multimedia reporter. (laughs) Yes, exactly. And I actually didn't know that you were on multimedia for a time. I was. I was under uh, a Haley. So, yeah, for like only for two weeks because of the staff um, reporter rotation. But I did like two videos. So I call it a win. No, that is definitely a win. Oh, it wasn't multimedia. It was just like video because I wasn't a photographer. I never shot anything because remember the Uh, the best combined. See, uh, there we go. Another thing. (laughs) That I totally <laughs> forgot that the multimedia desk was two separate things. Mm-hmm. Wow. Time really flies. <laughs> things really change. They have. But when you were reporting, so you are an English major. Mm-hmm. You were not a journalism major. But you were reporting. Did you ever feel kind of, I don't know, like at ends because the way that you would write for your major is different than the way you would write for your work? Yeah, well, I mean, I came in as a journalism major. So my first semester at MSU and State News, I was a journalism major. Um, but obviously, at that point, you're not really taking journalism classes. You're taking, like, pre-calc and stuff like that. Um, and then I switched my major in that spring, but I decided um, with some kind of pushing from Omar and Evan to stay at the State News Um, But I think it was actually good for me because I think I didn't like that I would be writing journalistically for the rest of my life. I think I wanted to have creative writing, too. So being able to do the creative writing for my major, but then still do state news writing and kind of still be here and having a job and things like that worked really well. It was a good balance. I liked it. And I will say, you are a fantastic writer. Thank you. Thank you. I remember many alternate realities. Yes. Oh, my God. Many alternate realities. She had to go down because of the pandemic. Your girl got a little poor, so she couldn't pay for the domain. But she was was a slut. She was a slut. And then fast forward after freshman year, you become the managing editor. Tell me about about being a sophomore and being the managing editor of this huge college newspaper. Yeah. That was weird. Um, I think that Evan was um, crazy. <laughs> um, I applied because I was just like, why not? Not thinking that I would get it. I mean, I think some like juniors had applied that I thought will most likely become managing editor. And then we had just gotten the COVID year, so I was like, there's definitely not a way they're going to choose me. But I think I had impressed him a little bit when I was on his desk, and he was campus editor um, the, the COVID spring. 
So I think I gave impressed him a little bit, and he chose me, and I was like, are you sure? And Omar's like, are you sure? And he's like, yes. Um, but I do think he gave me a lot of confidence. I think if he hadn't picked me to be managing editor in my sophomore year, I wouldn't have thought I could do this job as editor-in-chief. Um, and it was hard. It was a hard job, um, mostly because I was a sophomore. There's a lot of stuff I didn't know. Um, we were just kind of like just just separated from the NASA stuff, which I didn't know a lot about as being just a new university. I didn't know a lot about the state news itself. Um, but also with it being in the COVID year and managing about 55 students from a remote capacity and basically spamming people on Slack to kind of get them to do things because there's no other way to like communicate and kind of get um, a community going. It was really difficult, but I think I learned a lot about communication in that position, and I think it's helped me in my last two years. So I'm appreciative of it. I would not recommend it for a sophomore. but I do love the managing editor job. I think yes. it's a lot of fun. So. And to do that over COVID, too. Because I know I started reporting over the pandemic, and even despite that, I was probably very elusive, very hard to get in contact with, <laughs> not a very good employee over the pandemic year or so. Yeah. So how did you manage to stay so on top of everything? Because you were on top of everything. At thank least, you, thank you. Um, it's good well, to hear. You were on top of everything. So how did you manage to balance pandemic and staying on top of your incredible position that you had? Um, it was hard. Um, I think, so at that time, I had had my first book publishing internship, too. So I was doing a lot. But I think, I think it was kind of easy in the sense that we were remote in classes. So a lot of it was just blocking off my day, whereas I feel like, if I were trying to do the same thing now, you have to account for travel time and things like that. And a lot of um, just those few minutes in a day that I don't think people realize that are still time. And I think that's one, I guess, if we had to have a positive part of the pandemic, that was one good thing. I could do a lot because it was just like you switch screens and now you're doing state news stuff and then you're doing McMillan stuff and like that. But like, yeah, it was a lot. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was a lot. Um, but I think I had a lot of help. From Evan, I think I had a lot of help from Omar, um, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, that is awesome, and like I said, I think you did a great job, and you continue to do a great job. The next year, when you were the coffee chief. Ah, coffee. Which. My love. For those of you who don't know what coffee desk and being coffee chief means, you have to read every story, look up every fact, listen to audio, check timestamps. It is just fact-checking your heart out. And it is not. <laughs> thank you, thank you, it thank is you. It's not necessarily fun or enjoyable, I should say. It it's, it's not. Like, so, one good thing about it is that I left to edit. And so mm-hmm. it was a lot of editing, which was good because I think I got good at editing for me, Kamishi. But we could get busy at the stage, dude. Yeah. And um, obviously, like, everything has to go through copy. Like, it's not really a choice. But I think um, I had a group of really strong copy editors that were really um, willing to learn and willing to grow. I had Jake and Sarah, who had been on the desk um, last year under Mark, so they knew what they were doing. But then I had Claire and Elle and Jada, um, so I was able to kind of have a good combination of people. And then they um, all were like, bro, you work too much, like take a break, (laughs) which was helpful because I I know I'm a workaholic. I've accepted it. It's my lifestyle. 
so someone has to tell me to stop working every once in a while. So it was a lot of fun. I love copy. Um, as tedious as it can be, I still, I don't know, I really like it. Yeah. I like the flexibility of copy. Like, you're not working. Like, I feel like on, as a reporter, you have to, like, focus on one thing, maybe, like, one beat or something. But, like, copy, like, you can read everything. I learned a lot about sports on copy. Yeah. Like, a lot. Because <laughs> no, I started here as copy editor, and I, I fully learned how to write. And yeah. pretty much edit by copy editing and looking at all these other stories and just seeing mm-hmm. what worked, what didn't. So it is cool. And I did appreciate that I got to see all the stories. Yeah. But I definitely I understand the feeling of feeling pigeonholed in reporting. But yeah. Copy, maybe copy wasn't as bad as I remember it. Because it was fun. There's it ups and downs. Flexible. It was flexible. There's ups and downs because copy, the thing about copy is like, I feel like in this job that I have now, or in managing editor, even as a reporter, at some point at the night, I'm just going to say I'm not working anymore. Mm-hmm. As a copy editor, that's like a little less possible. <laughs> I remember, so Eli was sports editor last year. Me and, me and Eli were besties. Mm-hmm. That's me and copy, and me, me and Chop keeping him being sports editor because he would have games that like started at like 10 o'clock at night. And he's mm-hmm. like, I'm so sorry. I need someone to copy this. So I was like, I'll be up. I'll stay awake. I like drink my coffee, and I'm like, I'm up because I'm not. I'm not a late. I don't stay up late. I'm like, I'll do it. I'll do it just because you asked me to. <laughs> so <laughs> it was. It's, it was a fun time. It was an experience for sure. Yeah. Yes. And at least, at least, you had a good relationship with Eli, who was giving you the stories at yeah twelve one in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like my copy brain would be off. Yeah. By that time, so. There was yeah, it was some late nights and I'm like I should I shouldn't be doing this. Oh my god, when they had they had a game against like Washington, and the game started the game started at eleven. I have never been. I, I had to take a nap and wake up and copy. Oh. I re- that was hilarious. No. <laughs> but I but it was like I mean Eli was up too. The, the sports reporters were up. It was like that's just what you have to do. But Party, you know, yeah. yeah, we were yeah. all just vibing at. Two three o'clock in the morning, <laughs> posting a smooth little gamer like yeah. what? That's so election core. Yeah, for <laughs> oh my god, I did copy. I didn't go over to the, uh, at election night um, oh. because like we had a late night. Mm-hmm. First of all, I hadn't flexed my copy editing bone in a minute, and then they had me doing it at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Drew woke me up, and he like nudged me. He's like, "I'm so sorry." They called the slock and race, and it was like it was a smooth four thirty in the morning, and I was like, oh. "I was like, I got you." I didn't have him. I had to go back the next morning and fix a few things. It wasn't bad, but it was like, yeah, somebody was tired. (laughs) I do, and before we get to the big position, the DIC, Mm -hmm. I do want to say, just the community here, and even when we were not in any positions of authority, just the Mm -hmm. community that the state news fosters, and just like, the fun, like getting to stay here over election night, like how many places can you work where you have a slumber party on election night. I know. Some probably full of food and everything. Like, he took care of I don't know why he bought so many pieces. But <laughs> we have plenty of food. It was really nice. Um, I think the state news does a really good job of not just feeling like a job. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a real, like, it's obviously it's important. We do important work. And there's a lot of things that we have to take seriously. But there's also a lot of fun in it. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of fun traditions. I think I think a lot of us are really close. Um, more than coworkers. A lot of us are friends outside of this place. And I think... That's something that's not going to necessarily happen in other workplaces. That's gonna, what I'm going to miss a lot. Oh, yeah. I'm in the same boat. Like, I would say the vast majority of people 
are my friends here. Yeah. So I'm like, because I, I'll be honest, I come into the newsroom, I don't work here. <laughs> I literally come here and hang out, and mm-hmm. then I just do my work outside of here, because I just like being around like-minded people and people who can make me laugh and make mm-hmm. me smile, and it's just a good ambiance. Yeah, we have really out of pocket conversations really. in the newsroom, and we're like, "What is happening?" We're really out of pocket. We're like, "Why are we talking about this right now?" Yeah. Like, <laughs> how do we get here? But it is so worth it. Yeah. So now I'd love <laughs> to talk about your editor in chief, how you came to that position, and how it's going now. Mm-hmm. So, was there a defining moment that you remember being like, "I'm going to go for it"? Hmm. Um, I'm not sure. So, so when I was managing editor in sophomore year. Evan, I think the man is a little crazy. He was like, you should be editor-in-chief next year. And I was like, Evan, I'll be a junior. That's not happening. I was like, I need a break. But I did know, and I I mean, it was kind of kind of implied that it was going to be Carly. And it was like, okay, like, you know, like, I have another year. Why? What's the point? Mm-hmm. So after being copy chief, I was like, okay, like, I think I, I've taken my time away from the management. I kind of feel like I can do this. And so... The application went out, and at first, at the t- when it when they came out, I was like stressed with school, and I was like, I'm not doing this, I'm not. <laughs> and, and then, and then, like I decided, I forgot why I decided. I was like, oh, I can, I'll, I'll apply. It's not that long of an application. And the next day, Kim calls me in my office. She's like, I'm here to convince you to apply for energy. I was like, I've already convinced myself to worry about it. She's like, good. So, yeah, it was, Good. yeah, yes. <laughs> yes. And I mean, you killed it so far. Thank We're, you. Over half, a little over halfway in your tenure because uh, summer semester and we're almost done with fall. So how's it been? A wild ride. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think it was easier than I expected it to be, mm-hmm. and I think that comes from a lot of different things. Summer was hard because it was a big jump, and just from being like the person who answers the questions about our AP style and new style to like oh, now you have to answer every question. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know, you need to make something up, <laughs> which is something I've learned, learned very early on. But um, I think coming into fall, having, like, the editor group that I have and um, just even just the staff in general is um, – we've done a lot of good work, and I don't think that – I think it's made my life, my job a lot easier. I don't have to worry about the day-to-day operation necessarily or, like, the every article is coming out needs to see – like, I don't need to see everything that mm-hmm. comes out because I ha- I can trust that the people who are going to be involved in that's going to do their job. Um, so I can focus on the bigger picture things, like making a podcast schedule or, like, figuring out, like, training things or um, deciding, like, the positions and how we can help staff members move from, like, an entry-level staff report position to a position like mine and things like that and kind of a progression plan. And it um, it's crazy how quickly it's gone. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it was just yesterday that Chris called me, and I was on my way downriver, and he told me that I got uh, that I got voted editor in chief. That was a week before my birthday. Like I remember yeah. everything. So, um, yeah, it's been crazy, but it's been really nice. I I love this job, and yes. I'm going to miss it so much. That's so. awesome, and you are killing it. Thank you. Really <laughs> killing it. Like we've we've worked here under. I mean, you haven't worked under four editor-in-chiefs, but I have now yes. worked on the four <laughs> editor-in-chiefs, and I've never known organization like this. Thank I've you. never known smooth sailing like this. You're, yeah. you're killing it. You're slaying. I think it's being able to see, so Madison O'Connor, Evan, and then 
Carly and seeing their strengths and obviously their weaknesses and I have my own as well and being able to like compare them all and say this is what I like from each semester or each year this is what I didn't Mm -hmm. and kind of picking out those pieces is a really um, good thing that's why I love that I've been here so long Mm -hmm. I'm able to see what didn't work in the past and why didn't that work and how can we make this work and um, obviously like I said like the seniors that are here that are graduating either now or um, in the spring they've had, had that same experience they've seen certain things that they like or didn't like, we're able to really talk about, okay, how do we want to see the state news move forward? And I, I think it's really helped my job a lot. Yeah, for sure. So yeah. we're kind of coming up on the next semester. Yes. Which means hiring. Oh. <laughs> Give me your elevator pitch. Pitch me. Try to get me to apply for the state news. Okay. You should apply for the state news because there's a lot of reasons. One, you don't have to be a person who wants to go into journalism to apply to the state news. You can be someone who just really loves to write and to report and to talk about um, issues and to communities that matter. But outside of that, you get a group of not only a community of friends and people that you can talk to and rant to about your classes that help you decide if you're going to skip this day to go and take a nap and things like that, but you also get a group of young professionals that whatever they're going to do, like they're going to remember the state news. I think the way that the state news is operating, you have these 50 or so people that you're just going to know for the rest of your life. And it may just be on LinkedIn, maybe it's on social media, but you'll be like, oh, I remember them. They were a copy editor. They were a reporter. And I think that can be very helpful, especially when you don't know what you're doing as a freshman or a sophomore. You're like, I don't know what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. And you get like, I'm still in close contact with Madison O'Connor, who was my editor-in-chief who hired me. So it's just such a big community that I think there's there's so much to gain from being at the State News, even if you're not, like, a pursuing journalist to, um, for your future career, even if you just want to try it out. And, like, we teach you to write. You just have to want to learn. And so I don't think there's a lot of jobs that just want you to have, like, the want to learn. So mm, sure. that's why you should oh, yeah. be here. And I know the person who's hiring, so... Yeah. I I wholly agree with that statement. There was one line in particular that I was like, oh my God, Smile, that was genius. (laughs) The way they said it was genius, but now it's escaping me. No, you guys. But it is like, even if you, literally, even if you don't know how to write, like, this is the one place where you can come where if you have a genuine interest and you want to know how to do something, whether it's a photo, video or even social media right. like social media does we have a copy desk that's already like we're beating like most losers yeah. and you get paid you get paid you'd be shocked to find does not happen at all college newsrooms yeah so are you are you guys convinced are you gonna apply for the state news now right. you can at statenews.com slash work yes it's been a fantastic three and a half years working with you and knowing you samaya and i'm very excited to see what you're going to do. I'm going to see your name published somewhere, yeah. whether it's journalism or a book or whatever. <laughs> I will see some of my overall's name. But is there anything else that you want to add about state news, reflecting, going forward, anything at all? No, I don't think so. I will say it's been amazing knowing you, Griffin. I will say, when I came in as a freshman, um, I saw the copy desk under Alan, mm-hmm. I think, and I met you, and I was like, I want that job. And I, I did. Actually, that's what I applied for um, every semester up until I became coffee chief. Um, really? Yes. So Wow. But I think you're going to do amazing. Congratulations on graduating. You've Thank been you. 
phenomenal in the newsroom. Um, I'm going to miss you dearly. And I hope you have a good future. And I know you're going to do great. <laughs> I appreciate you very much. You slay as always. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you so much for joining me on my last episode of the dinner table. As again, I'm graduating. Yes. But not all hope is lost because the dinner table will be being replaced by a brand new podcast Ooh. that I want the host to tell you about. They can do it better than I can. So here, <laughs> we have Jada Vassar, Shakira Maybone, mm-hmm. and they're going to tell you about all shades of chocolate. Hello. <laughs> oh my God, hey y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so... Ta-da! Me and Jada, you know, started a new podcast called All Shades of Chocolate. And basically, this podcast is going to be, like, surrounded on, like, talking about the black culture, you know, issues in black communities, you know, the black stories we publish here at Michigan State, you know, black club on MSU campus, things like that. And then we just really wanted to like focus on the positive aspect of our community. So I feel like it's our job, you know, as black first gen students mm-hmm, at MSU sure. to like put that out there, you know, put that in the media. So yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a podcast where me and Shakira are just sitting down in the newsroom and we were like, we want to do something. And we was like, well, what are we going to do? You know, like Griffin and Samaya said, I'm a copy editor. So all I do is talk about AP and I'm like, oh. I do not want to make a podcast about AP style. I don't want to talk about it anymore. But Shakira was like, well, Griffin's graduating. Tear, tear, so sad. Tears. And from then, we just started brainstorming about what we wanted to talk about. And we're both really, um, we truly believe that our community deserves to be put on a platform in the most positive light possible. You know, a lot of times throughout the few recent years, the news has not highlighted us in the most respectful way. Yeah. So when you think about it or you're a black student at a PWI, you're like, well, people already have the assumption that I'm bad news. How do I mm-hmm. make them know that I'm good news and I can give good things to anyone, not just our community? This is going to be a podcast where, yes, we highlight us, but we don't make we don't want you guys to make it seem like, oh, it's the stereotypical. They're just talking about themselves. What can they provide for me? You know, we're going to be talking about a whole bunch of resources to the general public. We'll be having a bunch of guests come on, a bunch of groups, you know, and we just want to make it as inviting as possible to finally break the barrier that Michigan State really hasn't had in years. Years, you know, so we really want this to be something that like carries on throughout the years, even after we graduate here at the state news. And honestly, just make it remarkable. Griffin has done a fantastic job with the dinner table. I've listened to every episode every time I copy yes, it. I'm like, shout out to <laughs> Griffin and the previous podcast coordinator before I came here. Yes. Last name. Shout out to y'all. <laughs> yes, because y'all did that. So now you made us want to do it. And we're very happy that you let us, you know, take your slot. And we're going to make you proud. For sure. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. So, yes, guys, stay tuned for All Shades of Chocolate. We actually, an additional guest from just me and Jada, but, you know. Yes, you can't know all the information. You <laughs> yeah, you gotta we got to stay tuned. We got to keep it hush-hush. Come back next year, 2023. <laughs> yes, to All Shades of Chocolate. Yes. <laughs> so, 2023, you best be streaming All Shades of Chocolate. Wherever you get your podcast from the state news, Jada and Shakira are hysterical, and uh, we did an episode together of the dinner table about two-ish months ago, and I think it's my favorite episode I've done ever. Uh, Genuinely, two incredible women, and I'm very, very, very excited to hear the podcast. 
And I want to thank the listeners for listening to me talk about a variety of things over the years. It's kind of crazy that Dinner Table started my first semester, and now it's sadly going away. But it's okay, because it will be replaced by better. Thank you so much for listening. Um, be sure to check out all the other State News podcasts, Sports Roundtable, 1909 House Lights, and, of course, the upcoming All Shades of Chocolate. And... Uh, You won't hear me again, ever again, on the state news. But you will hear so many other wonderful hosts. So thank you again for listening to any episode ever. And uh, have a fantastic holiday break.